Welcome to another episode of Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Uh, today we are talking about choosing faith over fear. And I have Delisa Hawking with me. Um, she uh, previously came on my podcast, uh, I think it was actually, was it last year or this year? Um, several months ago. <laughs> and she was so amazing. I got so much great feedback that I wanted to bring her back on the show. Um, many of you may remember um, her bio, but I will give it to you all again for those who don't. She is a fifth generation psychic medium and CEO of Spirit and Spark in Las Vegas. Uh, before becoming a nationally recognized psychic medium, Delisa led a very different life as an executive in the casino industry. Through an interesting twist of events, one night her life and path dramatically changed. Delisa has trained with industry superstars such as Tony Robbins, Dr. Brian Weiss, Dr. Bruce Lipton, John Holland, Lee Harris, Hollister Rand, and Dr. Raymond Moody. Welcome, Delisa. Thank you for coming back to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we had so much fun last time. I know. And myself and many of my um, girlfriends are very excited for this podcast. <laughs> I, I know I was talking um, about it with my friend Brittany about, she's like, oh, you're, you're going to have Delise on? And I was like, yes, we're going to talk about faith over fear. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I've been talking about um, with one of her, you know, with her therapist. And so I think that, you know, right now we're in this weird kind of matrix like abyss I don't even know what's happening with 2020 with people you know dealing with COVID you know a global pandemic and then you know as as we're recording this like wildfires are raging in Oregon there's fires in my town my brother's you know firefighting and I'm just like oh my god 2020 just feels re really relentless and it really feels difficult right now, especially for me, but I know that a lot of people share this, of choosing faith over fear and, and not kind of staying in that space. So what, what does it mean to choose faith over fear? Because, you know, some, some people might think of it as like blind ignorance, but I know that it, it's more than that. What, what is it? Right. So I believe that you can't choose both at the same time. You have to choose mm. faith or fear. And if you're in a place of fear, then that brings up uh, usually a lot of negative dense feelings. So scarcity, anger, spite, bitterness, jealousy. And if you're in a place of faith, you know that everything is happening for you. The universe has your back. And that everything that is occurring in your life in this moment is actually for you. Because when we can get into the mindset that everything is being done for us, for our growth, for our learning, for our soul's evolution, then it's much easier to stay in a place of faith. Um, otherwise, you can just keep operating from the vibration of fear. So if you can't do both at the same time, you might as well choose faith, right? Yes. Yes. So I, so for me, um, and I know, you know, a lot of people, I, I, like, it's like you're living in this tension of just trying to survive. And so it's hard to like have faith about like what's coming and, and, you know, 
I, is this something that's coming up with your clients? Is, are there any reoccurring themes that are coming up with, with people right now? Is fear one of them? Fear is definitely one of the themes that comes up with my clients and what I see with clientele that come through Spirit and Spark. Uh, but I will have to say there's more of a polarity. So I'm seeing people that feel a sense of urgency that now's the time to activate their dreams and go big and finally do it. And then there's the other camp that are like, "Dah! I'm afraid of everything. And I'm, uh, I'm afraid that I'm not going to have enough or I'm afraid I'm not going to be successful or um, you know, I'm afraid everyone's going to judge me. And so you've really got these two separate camps. So I see this pathway kind of splitting more and more between those that, like I said, are, are going after what they want and those that are just kind of stuck and paralyzed in fear. Um, it's a very popular time to own a company such as Spirit and Spark <laughs> yes. because everybody's looking for clarity and energy work and uh, so we are definitely keeping ourselves busy and, um, we do assist clients virtually, um, you know, they can live anywhere, which is really nice, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, the path splitting. And so people are having to really choose which pathway they're going to go on. And 2020 is relentless. Yeah. Um, but it is causing us to really go inward and ask ourselves what's working for us and what's not working for us. I call it the great purge. And 2020 is the purge of all purges. And so you have a choice to make. And anybody that says to me, oh, yeah, I don't know. Like if I ask them a question, sometimes during sessions, I'll ask them, you know, you know the answer to this. What, what's the answer? And their response really tells me how much denial they're in or how much they're not willing to be like, honest. Oh God, themselves. am I, am I in denial? <laughs> you just did this to me. Am I in, den am I in denial? Probably. <laughs> because think about it. It's a lot easier for us to live with blinders on mm -hmm. than it is to take the blindfold off and actually ask ourselves, what do we really want? And then do the work and the healing to get there. But 2020 is asking us to do that. And it, the good news, bad news is, is if you don't do it in 2020, you're not getting away from it. The, the next five to seven years energetically have a lot of the same frequency. And so don't think you can run from it and that, oh, 2020 will be gone and we can just go back to our normal, happy lives filled with denial. That's not what's going to happen in my opinion. Yeah. Cause I mean, you know, years are just, they're, they're can human constructed dates. It's not like there's a hard stop when we get to 2021. I mean, you know, chances are a lot of this will continue. So I know for me, like, I feel like I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I've always wanted to live overseas. And so now I'm trying to pursue getting a position in Germany and so I, you know, I'm saying that loudly. So it's like the universe can hear me <laughs> and my listeners. It's like, okay, hold me accountable. Um, but also at the same time, I am so paralyzed with fear and so many other things. I think creatively I've had a lot of blocks and stuff like that. So it feels like in one way, it's like, I realized that this is like a time to make some decisions. And then in, in another way, I'm just frozen. Like what, what do you suggest for people that are 
that aren't able to get clarity and unblock that and are kind of living in this state of indecision? Like what, what sort of techniques and different things can they do? I'm asking for a friend, AKA me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, going back to what I was saying a moment ago, you really have to understand why you're having that state of fear, anxiety, or, or scarcity because most oftentimes it's an old story program or belief that you've carried throughout your life. And the point of entry varies depending on the person. It could be something that happened to you in your life, something somebody that you love that did something to you. It could be past life related. And so it really depends on the individual. But um, I would encourage you using you as an example. So if you want to move to Germany, but you're scared, if you really, I believe, sat down and closed your eyes and took some deep breaths and asked, why am I scared to go to Germany? You would actually have the answer yourself. It's that most of the time we don't sit down. We don't ask ourselves. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to know why we're afraid because once we know why we're afraid, then we have to do something about it. But as long as we don't ask and we can just kind of cruise through life, then we don't have to do the healing that's involved with it. But I, I believe that in order to get to the deepest sense of our purpose, our belonging, uh, our community, our joy, we get there through the dark tunnels. We get there through the healing. And my question back to you is, what are you choosing not to see or what are you choosing to not act upon? Um, I, I often tell clients, you can sit at your dining room table and close your eyes and breathe and ask the question and invite whatever energy it is that's holding you back to sit the chair across from you mm-hmm. and let it sit there and ask whatever questions you need to ask. Meditation is one of the like low hanging fruit to getting clarity. Um, but I also find that the more you take care of yourself and honor yourself, the more you will feel a sense of calmness and balance. And with that, you will have deeper intuition. So it might sound counterintuitive to do things for yourself and you'll have more, but it is true because once you make yourself the priority in your own life, you will feel at ease. You will feel that you have more to give, that your cup is full. And from that point of view, from that energetic perspective, you can do more and you can achieve more, but you have to learn to trust yourself and to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. I know, I think, you know, going back to what you said, sometimes it is easier to just sit with the anxiety, like, and just worry about it. Because if you just sit and are frozen, then you don't have to take any action. Like sometimes I'll feel something and I'll be like, like I've started doing this cause I'm a, you know, I'm a cancer. I'm very emotional. And so sometimes I don't always understand my emotions. I'll just have them and I'll have to literally pause and be like, okay, so someone said this to you and then you had this reaction and I'll be like, but why am I upset by this? And I'll have to like unearth the layers of why I'm upset. Um, and usually they always go back to me, uh, and not necessarily, not as much the other person, um, and some sort of like internalization, but it like, it's kind of that, you know, spinning that, that oftentimes happens when you're trying to, to figure something out and it can, it's more painful, but it can be easier to do rather than like you said, do the work in it. Oh yeah. And it's work. 
right? Like, <laughs> yes. It, it, and it's usually not a walk in the park. Um, but here's a fun fact. If you're feeling an emotion, that's all you. It's always 100% your emotional trigger. And so if somebody said something and you get pissed off or you're angry, oh, that's your stuff. So I've started to actually appreciate when I get triggered, which like that's the next step in, in self-realization and like owning your, your, your crap. Because when I get ticked off about something, I, I automatically go into why is this bothering me? Yeah. And it's never about the other person. It's never about what they said. It's something that I haven't completely pulled out at the root and healed all the way. And I think that we know we're on the right path when we get triggered and moments, minutes, hours later, maybe the next day we go, ah, thank you for showing me that. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you're on the right track when you actually have gratitude that you've been triggered. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on getting there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we talked about this a little, a little bit in our previous podcast, but I think it's something that I still kind of go back and forth on about really like my intuition. What is my intuition? Because I have a very strong intuition. Um, probably just like a little slice of being like psychic and that, but I also have a lot of fear about like various things. I don't know if that comes from like my mom cause she's a little bit of a worry wart. I don't know what it comes from, but I like it's sometimes it's really hard to differentiate because sometimes I'll have fear because like something ends up manifesting itself and I'll be like, Oh, that was, I'm glad that I had that. But other times I'll have fear and it'll just be kind of like anxiety that's, in, you know, inflamed. Yeah, absolutely. And keep in mind that ancestral clearing is becoming more and more popular. And it's something that uh, some of our practitioners do through Spirit and Spark. And that's really where if you feel that you're getting some of your behaviors, uh, the program stories, beliefs, energy cords from people that have been in your family. So it could be a parent. Usually mm -hmm. it's a parent, a grandparent, and it just keeps going down the generations. So ancestral clearing is becoming incredibly popular. A lot of people are requesting them, which tells me that we're in an energetic state where we're not only healing ourselves, but we're now being asked to heal the people that have brought us into the world through these generations. So something to keep in mind. Um, but yeah, I would ask you to identify between intuition and anxiety or fear and ask yourself what the tone is. You already said you're sensitive to energy. And so when the thought is going off in your head, ask yourself, like, what does this thought feel like? Does it feel light? Does it feel loving? Does it feel kind? Or does it feel like a race car? So start to pay attention to the subtleties and the tone of the information that's coming forward. Intuition is usually kind of um, a soft, friendly voice uh, that gives you insight. Uh, but anxiety or stress, to me, that energy feels like darts. Mm -hmm. So just kind of start to pay attention to the differences between the two. One tip that I have once you uh, become more in tune with the tone differences is name the negative voice. 
because we all have that voice. It's like, oh, you can't do that. Nah, you don't look good in those shorts. <laughs> Whatever the, the, the voice is saying. So share like that tone and that voice with a name. So mine, I've been calling her Dottie, and she just feels to me like a 1978 like waitress from a diner. <laughs> and like the, the one that's like smoking out bag mm -hmm. on her break. Just like, talking mess. <laughs> yeah, just talking yeah, mess. She's talking crap about the line cooks, yes. like everybody. So whatever I, <laughs> I can't believe they did that. Yes. Um, so anytime my voice is going off, I'm like, Dottie, not today. I'm not buying into your crap today. So start to actually differentiate it uh, and start calling it out. Because once you're like, nope, next, you'll notice that your brain won't pop up with so much negativity. So just start calling it out. That's a great way to, to help calm that negative voice. Okay. I'll work on that. That's good advice. Which um, what name are you going to give your voice? Frankenstein. Because <laughs> it's a monster. <laughs> All right, maybe Frankie for short. Fra Frankie. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, okay. Sorry to any Frankies out there. <laughs> um, what's the best lens to make life decisions? So... I think, so I feel rather unsettled in DC. I've been here for 14 years and, you know, I'm always, I always prefer to make life decisions when I'm happiest, but sometimes that's not always like what motivates a life decision. Sometimes you're so fed up and that's what motivates you. So what is like the, what is the lens? Like, how should I be think? how should people in general be thinking of making changes? Great question, because a lot of people are faced with uncertainty and having to make major life decisions right now. Uh, the whole entire landscape of our lives are changing. So much of it's virtual. You're not sure if you should live in the city or move to the suburbs yes. or, or live out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so there's just a lot of factors happening right now. But I came up with a little bit of an equation. So to me, making a decision, especially one that's big and important, you should have faith, remember, like knowing that everything is for you. And in other words, there are no mistakes, okay? I, I ultimately believe at the end of the day, there are no mistakes because I do believe that everything happens for a reason. So allow faith to be part of the equation that you're not going to screw anything up and that you're well equipped that no matter what happens, you're going to be able to figure it out. Uh, Marie Folio, I love her book, Everything is Figure Outable. Everything is Figure Outable. So have the faith that you're going to work through it no matter what. The other ingredient I threw into the equation is discernment. Because we can go in all happy and jolly and make any decision we want, but we might not have all the facts or we might not have the clarity around the decision. So my suggestion would be to ask the universe, ask your spirit team, you know, give me the faith to make this decision and, and instill that in me. But please also give me the discernment to know what is in my highest and best interest. You know, you don't have to struggle through life. You can ask, you know, which direction is going to be the best for you. Ask your spirit team to literally leave you energetic breadcrumbs where you meet the right people. Uh, you're at the right place at the right time. 
and you can ask them for that. Remember, the dialogue between you and the universe, you and your spirit team is two-way, and you've got to put in those requests in order for you to receive. So faith plus discernment. And then the other thing I threw in there was kindness towards yourself and other people. If you are choosing life decisions that create kindness for yourself, remember going back to you being a priority, then you will find that you're leading yourself in the right direction. So many people make decisions because it's what they think their spouse wants or what their mom wants. Oh, you know, okay. a lot of people don't make decisions that are based on their own joy and what they actually want in their life. I so maybe a job time. or a marriage or like what yeah. is that? Whatever creates joy for you, yeah. whatever creates kindness towards yourself. Um, because you can get caught in this spiral of living your life for everyone else. And it's sad, but a lot of people do it. I see it constantly that, you know, people will come to us for sessions and clarity and they ask a question and you know, you're like, who actually wants that? And they're like, well, you know, I think it would make my life happier. I'm like, you know, that's not what's going to make your life happier, but that's what you think is a safe choice. Mm -hmm. So kindness for yourself is about aligning with what it is that your heart actually wants and then making the choice that's in alignment with that. So let's say Germany, let's say, Hey, I want to move to Germany. I've always wanted to, it's going to be so fun. And you feel good about the job that's in front of you that you're going to take over there. Then why wouldn't you do it? You know, would you rather do it and, and figure it out along the way? Or do you want to, look back 30 years from now and wish that you would have done it. Yeah. Have I don't to like weigh, regrets. <laughs> right. You yeah. have to weigh that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you just have to throw caution to the wind and jump out there and do it and, mm -hmm. and know that with your faith and the request for clarity and discernment, you will be led the right way because yeah. I know for a fact, if you go to Germany, there will be things that unfold people that you meet opportunities and experiences you would have never gotten otherwise. So why not go? You have to take a leap of faith sometimes. Yeah. I, so an example of taking a bit of a leap of faith after completely crashing and burning was because <laughs> my, my dad very much has the same attitude as you um, regarding just, you know, having faith. Uh, when I was 18 or 17, actually, I didn't get into college. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. The only school that I applied to was the University of Oregon, proudly rocking a shirt from there today. And so I went to a community college. Um, but I was devastated. I, I, and then I, but I was able to live in the dorms. So I got the college experience. And um, I brought my car and didn't realize that you needed a parking spot. <laughs> And so I, my dad said, let's say a prayer. And so, you know, we went and we knocked on doors around the neighborhood. Um, we actually just knocked on one door. He said, I think this one. And so, like you said, everything is figure outable. Like the lady said, sure, I'll let you park here. We offered $25 a month and it was a block from campus and it was um, $125 cheaper than people that paid in the, the lot that was the same distance for for people that had a parking permit, but it was like at every step, you know, I figured it out. Like, and I ended up saving a shit ton of money by going to a community college. Most of my 
freshman year um, and getting into you know U of O and now I'm on the board of directors for the Alumni Association <laughs> so like you said everything is figure outable and sometimes like crashing and burning like creates adventure <laughs> it really does yeah I but mean, it's what not, other stories are you going to tell on the porch when you're 85 years yeah. old drinking lemonade? Like, you got to have something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So perfection does not breed um, adventure. No, perfection is boring. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it, it puts too much pressure and weight on your shoulders. Just yeah. know it. Like we said, everything is figureoutable. And if that's the attitude that you have throughout your day – nothing's really going to get you down because you'll know that you're strong enough to, to figure it out. Yeah. Um, so during our pre-interview, you said this, this perfect thing that you said, give yourself permission to live in the question. Tell me yeah. what you mean by that. <laughs> I have my own interpretation, but tell the listeners. Yeah. And you can tell me if this is what you thought. So okay. um, I, very much in my 20s and early 30s, I was like, go, 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 go. I got to figure this out. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> check, and check, 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 yes, check, check. The list. Yeah. You know? And I worked for this woman. Uh, her name is Sherry. She's amazing in a variety of different ways, but she mentored me for years and she's still a close friend. But she was my boss at this company. And one day she turned to me and she said, just stop. Why don't you just live in the question? And I'm like, what? Like, I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> and over the years, she would say it more and more. And I would start to understand with the context that, that she was giving me what she meant. And I love it because we don't have to know everything right now. We don't have to know. And if there's a question that you don't have the answer to, you don't have the clarity or the discernment yet, give yourself a break. Yeah. Like breathe, <laughs> you know, because I think whether it's our parents, family, society, whoever it is, that makes us feel like, what are you doing? What are you checking off the list? Yes. What are you doing next? What's what, the what three-year plan? What's yep. like going on dates and guys are like, so what's your three-year plan? What's your five-year plan? I'm like, I don't effing know. Like I have some goals, but like, I don't, I don't have that figured out yet. And now you can tell the guys like, I'm living in the question. What are you doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I mean, really, because I think that that's refreshing to let things unfold, ask for the pieces to come forward, allow more information to be shared with you. If you don't know if it's a yes or a no, like if you've done meditations and you've, you've asked the universe to give you signs, if you really check in with yourself and you're like, you know what? I feel really peaceful and balanced and I feel okay with having this decision on the table. I just don't know if it's a yes or a no yet. Most of the time it's because there's a piece of information you don't have yet and mm. allow for that breath and that movement to flow through the question, to flow through your life and don't ever feel pressured to make a decision. If somebody's pressuring you to do something and you're not ready, usually take that as a sign that the timing 
or that opportunity is misaligned. But this is speaking from the energetic perspective that you have been doing your healing work mm-hmm. and you have been uh, staying in tune with your triggers and, and, and your emotional healing. Um, but yeah, it's like no rush. You yeah. Know, review the question, review your boundaries, what you actually want, um, and just allow the answers to unfold. And so when you say like living in the question, you don't mean like don't set goals or don't, you know, like have a plan. It's just if you don't or if you're still confused, that's okay, right? Yeah, it's more like I use that that statement living in the question more so when there's an opportunity, a person, a situation that comes across your path. Okay. You're like, ooh, what should I do with this? Okay. I'm not quite sure how I should achieve that goal, but I know I have the goal, but releasing the how, right? So just kind of allowing yourself to surrender more. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in order to manifest anything that you want, there's a few things you have to do. You have to understand where you're pointing your GPS. You have to know what the vision is. And once you know the vision, whether it's a relationship, a dream vacation, a dream job, wherever you want to live, if you are like, this is the vision, I see it, I know it, and you're thinking about it, and you're like, yep, I believe it, I'm going to get there. I believe it, and there's nothing that's going to stop this from coming forward. Then you just have to make sure it aligns with the feelings. So if you have the GPS set to the vision, you know it's going to happen, and you've got the feeling in your heart to match it, and you can, like, you could close your eyes and you could see Germany. You can feel it. You're on the streets. You've got it in your body. Those three ingredients will manifest anything you want. And if you set the GPS, have the thoughts, and align your heart, and there's something that feels a little bit off to you, that's a wall you have up. Because with those three ingredients, you can manifest anything. So if there's any hesitation after you really do that and you feel it, that's where you know you have the energy work to do. Okay. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to re-listen to this podcast after, <laughs> like monthly. <laughs> I know I do my weekly energy forecast on YouTube and there's so many people that are like, I had to watch that like three times this week. <laughs> yes. I know the one of them that you did, I actually listened to it twice. So yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what, what they're talking about. Um, okay. Is there any, is there any other advice that you have for people before, before we wrap things up? Yeah. Um, find something every day that's just for you. One thing. I don't care if you've got five kids, you're married, you've got a full-time job. Find one thing every day you can do for yourself. Um, one thing I purchased, um, not too long ago, it's called a vibration plate and you stand on it for 15 minutes and it shakes your whole body. But it helps to release toxins and it helps to move the lymph nodes. And I do it to like, and I set the intention, I'm going to release everything from my body and my energetic field that's no longer for me. It's not mine. Let it go. So that's my 15 minutes to kind of recharge. Um, A couple of things that you might want to do. I had a, a few resources listed. One is an app called The Pattern and it's free. I have it. And I love it. Yes. I love that app. And I just found out about it a couple of months ago. So anybody listening that likes astrology, 
and wants to know what walls or patterns have been getting in their way, I would highly recommend the app called The Pattern. And then there's a book I love, and it's been out for several years, but it's by um, Panesh Desai, and it's called Discovering Your Soul Signature. And what I love is he wrote this book, and every chapter has like a different emotion or a different theme. And they're very short chapters, but it gives you something to meditate and think about and journal about every day. And it's 33 um, different pieces of you and discovering yourself. And so it's called Discovering Your Soul Signature. Uh, and you can probably find that on Amazon. Okay. I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I really like it. It's one of those books that just has kind of stuck with me. Uh, that and The Alchemist. <laughs> Oh, yes, 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 yes. I love that book. Classic. Yeah. I need to get better at journaling. My dad told me like when I was 21, he's like, Tahir, you're going to have an exciting life with lots of adventures. You need to be journaling all of this. And like at times I have, but I like my last entry was, it was it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that it's popping in. So obviously somebody who's listening to this podcast or watching the video needs to hear this. Um, there is online counseling services from a company called betterhelp.com. And one thing they have on there is you can go on and journal like all the time, what you're feeling and it goes directly to the person that's assigned to you. But we um, refer people over to that service because we're not therapists, we're not counselors, but um, I like their platform and the way that they engage with people because it is virtual. And I love that, regardless of its spirit and spark or that company, it's, it's really attainable and you don't have to live in a certain location and people all over now can participate in their own healing in a deeper way than maybe ever before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know so many, I mean, I think it's great too, because, you know, so many of my friends are seeing psychics, are seeing, you know, psychic mediums, are seeing intuitionists, are seeing energy healers, are seeing therapists. Like, I feel like, like, this is going to be the, the generation that breaks a lot of the cycles. Um, you know, we, we talk about it with, uh, uh, or like my friends and I talk about it all the time because most of them, if they're not seeing therapists or someone, they have it at one point. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I hope that, that this is the generation that, that at least, you know, has the tools to break some of the previous cycles. I so. believe it is so. Yeah, I, I yeah. do. I, I think the 20s uh, will be a game changer. Um, so yeah, but we've got a lot of work to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's not getting started too good. <laughs> no, it is. Because think about it. A lot of our healing and energy work happens when things are volatile. They don't yeah. happen when you're cruising through life. Like, yes. You have to have the polarity in order to really heal yourself. So yeah. This was actually all designed for us. We just have yeah. to see it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And wear a mask so you can survive it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, thank you so much, Delisa. Um, this was amazing, as always. Um, you can find Delisa on Facebook and Instagram at Psychic Delisa or at Spirit and Spark. And Delisa is with two L's. Um, you can also find her at www.spiritandspark.com. She has an oil and frequency six-part online masterclass, and um, her waiting list for sessions is spiritandspark.com forward slash waiting dash list.
Is there anything I left out? Any, any news or updates that you wanted to give regarding your company? Well, we have the link that you're probably going to put in the show notes uh, yes. to the THG Talks. Um, that oh, way yes. you can go on there and all of your listeners can grab the free e-guide. It's um, my manifestation tip sheet. And so I'd recommend that they go on there and check that out. And they also can grab a 30-minute session for $30 with a practitioner on our team. It's mm, a good deal. It is. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the the joys of recording. Just a little a little choking. <laughs> I know I think I've like talked way too much. My throat's like, peace out. Yes. Yeah, Voice no. Spirit yeah, no, I was gonna say Spirit and Sparks going through a huge transition right now. We are essentially tripling the service providers that we have and they're going to be all across the country, which would be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm excited. Cause you're going to have, you said that you like, when you say service providers, explain to listeners what that means. Psychics, medium, shamans, um, life coaches, people that are in the health and wellness space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> we will my, throat, my throat just like gave out on me. <laughs> I think it's telling you that that's the end. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining another episode of Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Um, if you're listening to this episode, please subscribe, um, like it, five stars, obviously. Um, give me a comment. Um, email me at tallhungrygirl um, at gmail.com. Um, visit the website, tallhungrygirl.com. Um, yes, anyway, uh, Thank you for um, listening to another episode of Tall Hungry Girl Talks. Have a great one. 